So on an average, yes, you can say it does take about you know, two months to have a new habit, but it's not a fixed number, it varies. There are specific steps that can be taken to go from, I know I need to do this, but eventually I am doing this. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Startup Student Podcast. And I'm super, super excited. I'm always excited about my guests, but specifically about this one, because in the um, past few months, I've been working more and more on um, well-being, on happiness, and um, look did some courses around that, uh, started writing a new book about things. So I'm very excited to be able um, to have him on board today. We're kicking off a new series, which is which we called Habits for Your Psychological Well-Being. And um, I'm here with Krishna. Hello, Krishna. Welcome. Hi, Christine. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm very excited um, uh, because Krishna has listened to my podcast and therefore connected with me on LinkedIn. And um, so I thought, oh, let's check this guy out and see what he's actually doing. And um, was immediately fascinated by the content he posted and his background. Um, and you might have seen some stuff that I shared on Instagram and LinkedIn that he published. Um, but Krishna, I let you introduce yourself. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Thank you, Christine. Um, hello, everyone. Um, my name is Krishna, and I'm a consultant psychologist. I've got a master's in psychology from the University of Essex. Uh, my primary focus is on uh, behavior modification through um, positive habit formation, both in personal and professional lives. Um, I've traveled extensively um, in India, of course, in the Middle East and in the UK, meeting people, interacting one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, what I've realized is that, you know, the underlying psychological needs are very, very similar that we have. We want to be happy, healthy. You know, we need to let out a creative expression. We want to be productive in career and have very happy and long-lasting relationships. So we're very, very similar in terms of what we need uh, in terms of well-being. So that was very exciting. And uh, I look forward to this uh, podcast with Prasheen. Like you mentioned, you're specializing really in habit building. Um, and there's a lot out there about habit, habit building. And there's also some numbers, how many days it takes and stuff like this. And I think um, everyone knows, okay, it takes time to build a habit. Um, and we talk about this a bit more later on, but um, first of all, maybe we can talk a bit more about why is it actually important and why can it help or why is it not good if you don't have specific habits and um, what kind of habits it should be? Yeah, sure. Um, most of our behavior, our daily routines are automatic. Uh, if you look at it, analyze, we don't think about it. Uh, we don't have to cognitively engage, which means we don't have to spend time thinking what we do next. We just go with the flow right from the time you wake up in the morning, the way you brush, uh, which you know, sock you put on, um, uh, 
the the hands that you use, the hand that you use to open the door of your, the way you get into the car, it's all automatic. You don't think about it. And so it's very, very uh, important to understand uh, the role of habits and the tons of research out there um, saying habits is like really important, especially to cultivate and inculcate positive habits. Um, yes, the time that is being taken, there's a lot of variations in the uh, literature out there. Um, there is a variation. It is definitely not fixed at 21 days. Uh, in fact, um, Dr. Philippa Lali of the University College of London, uh, she's come up with a study saying that on an average, it takes about 66 days. But that's, again, an average number. Um, the, the number varied from 18 days, if I'm not mistaken, at the lower end to 254 days. So that's a huge, huge spread in terms of number of days because the brain is very, very plastic in terms of it. Uh, neural network so it varies from uh, individuals so on an average yes you can say it does take about you know two months to have a new habit but it's not a fixed number it varies yes and um, I like what you said with the autopilot stuff so all the uh, things because habits is a word uh, that can be replaced with other words if you want so but um, doing things on autopilot and then moving into not doing them so much on autopilot can, can really help with a lot of things. Um, and uh, like you said, it really depends on the person. It probably also depends on what kind of habit do you want to create. And I always say, for example, if you want to create a morning routine, um, which I, um, I have, it, you can sometimes also, um, be too strict with yourself and try to stick to a routine habit whatever it is um, because you think okay this is gonna work okay in the morning I need to do some workout in the morning I need to do some meditation in the morning I need to take some time to read in the morning I need to uh, take things I need to get up early um, but I think if it's for me personally it's and it would be my advice to people as well don't be too strict with yourself because life happens and you need to listen um, to your mind and your body, what it's telling you and not forcing um, things too much probably. So I think that's very important to me because sometimes we can get too hooked on let's do this. And I, I committed to this, at least I'm like this. <laughs> uh, I have to do this and I have to get up early and I have to do all these things in the morning. And I know it works and I know it's better and I know you have to overcome the things that are holding you back doing this because it's too, it's too nice and much easier to sleep in a bit longer and, and not to do all these things. But you, you can see the benefits of doing things. However, like I said, don't be too strict. And if things happen, um, it's okay to maybe not have a morning routine on one of the days or maybe you're even on holidays and things change anyway. What do you think about that? Absolutely, Christine. Uh, we don't need to, I mean, the intention is not to punish ourselves. The idea is to, you know, move towards well-being, not uh, flog yourself for, uh, you know, getting stuck in between. It's absolutely fine to miss a couple of sessions on and off. It's absolutely given. What is really important is you enjoy the journey and then you stack up every day that you progress. The key word, progress uh, towards where you want to go. If you miss a couple of sessions, that's absolutely fine. And the key uh, in doing so is to keep it simple, your routines and 
your what you want to do very very simple and very easy to do that's really key yes yes and um why uh, <laughs> I, the the answer seems always obvious but it's not i think but why is it actually important to look after yourself i think um i would like to give one i want to throw in one thing and then um you can um you can go ahead but it's a startup um, you usually do a work that you really, really, really love and you're super passionate about. And you want to make it a success and you have to make it a success. So that um, sometimes means that you are overworking yourself without even realizing it. And you're working, working, working because you enjoy it so much. But um, just because you enjoy a task, if you do something too much of it, it can be um, leading into stress um, and stress can be positive and negative stress but, uh, we don't go into that but I think um, that's one of the other things it's especially as a startup it's really important to understand okay I, I have something here that I need to make work and that I want to make uh, work however I also need to find some activities outside of my startup and habits outside of my startup and working world in this case um, even if it might not feel like work um, because you love it so much, um, to be able to balance your life and to be able to switch off. And most people will say, but if I have my own business, I never switch off. True on one hand. On the other hand, you need to make really um, some effort to do that because otherwise you're going to get overworked. You might be um, getting close to a burnout. At least that's what happened to me until I realized, okay, Actually, why am I so tired? Why am I so stressed? What's happening here? Uh, it's because I'm working too much on things, even though I loved it and I still love it. <laughs> so by, why, um, from your perspective, is it really important to look after yourself? Yeah, you are so right, uh, Christine, because the two key words that popped out from what you said is burnout and switch off. Really, really important. Uh, you don't want to burn out. You want to be in the long haul. You want to be a winner, uh, yes. not winner for just a few months and then crash out and burn. So you're in, in this for long term. You want to have the startup. You want to you know, take it to big revenue, be, uh, be service to humanity and make it successful. So for that, you need to be around. I think that's really key. Um, and if you need to be around, you have to be uh, you know, in perfect kind of, uh, positive psychological condition we call well-being um, mm -hmm. and I uh, to understand well-being it's always contrast always helps so if we look at what is ill-being the mm -hmm. polar of well-being we kind of understand where we're getting at yeah. ill-being you know feeling stuck depressed you know motivated you want to you know sleep in you have a lot of worry and anxiety and you feel uh, powerless, resourcelessness, you know, I don't know what to do. Mm. In fact, uh, Carol Dweck has come up with the book and she's done a lot of research in fixed mindset and growth mindset. I think yes. that's important to understand that ill-being is kind of, you know, getting stuck with the fixed mindset and uh, well-being is geared towards the growth mindset, you know, how do I overcome this? And I, I think it's very, very important, as you said, Christine, to switch off. 
Now that doesn't mean that you are not progressing. In fact, uh, exactly. psychological research uh, says the opposite. If you take time off, uh, there's more chances for the neural networks to cool off and you know find patterns and connect in uh, different ways. That's when creativity happens. You know, uh, as mm -hmm. you said, I think in one of your podcasts, you travel, you write your books when you take off, and then you know yes. in a new city or traveling. That's when the connections happen. Same with me. So it's really important to switch off uh, from what you're currently doing. Mm -hmm. But when you come back, you'll be a lot more powerful. So you're not losing out on anything. Um, on the contrary, you're going to gain a lot by periodically switching off. Yes. And I think um, one, one uh, comparison we can do here is also if you're doing exercise, for example, um, you need to take you need to give your muscles a rest to be able to recover and to see better results. And your brain is not, and your mind is nothing else than a big muscle, one of the most important ones probably. Um, and you need to feed it, you need to train it, and you need to look after it and also give it some rest to be able to recover. And like you said, it's not, uh, I'm missing out on stuff. And this is, I think, a lot of times why people don't rest and don't switch off because they think, okay, if I switch off completely now from this, I miss out on some stuff and sometimes, especially students, overcommit to a lot of activities and try um, to balance everything. I was recording an episode with one of the students uh, last week and she said when she started at university, she was trying to sign up to everything, but it was just too much and you don't have to do that and you don't have to do that in your startup life, you don't have to do that in your student life forever because it's your decision what you want to make uh, that you it's your decision what you want to do and um, switching off yes it's, it's super important and I like that you say it's not that you're missing out on stuff because you bounce back even stronger oh yes absolutely I think the comparison is perfect uh, you need to rest and sleep recover uh, drink a lot of water as we say fluids uh, mm. first and, uh, <laughs> yeah so spot-on I mean uh, creativity um, and also you should uh, uh, know that the research on uh, short-term memory and long-term memory supports the fact that you need to switch off regularly so that uh, you know your short-term memory is freed up so that you don't have cognitive load which means you know you're not stressed and you have more uh, bandwidth in your memory if you will mm. and you have more stronger associations in the long-term memory which means you'll remember things when you're you know in exams or, or whatever that is you're required to do. So it, it supports, research supports um, switching off regularly and taking rest. Yes. Mindfulness. Yeah, exactly. That's where the whole mindfulness comes to. And this uh, leads nicely also, um, you can see habit forming a part of mindfulness really because you actively and consciously take steps and consciously do something and you're in that moment um, by thinking, okay, yes, let's create this habit. I want to be more productive, so I need to do this. I want to be um, more calm, so I should do that. And uh, there's a lot of mindfulness that plays into that. But um, let's talk a bit more about how habits can actually help with your well-being because people know, okay, well-being is this term that floats around for a while now and everyone wants to be happy and everyone wants to look after themselves and make sure they have a nice balance um, in life and, and feel good most of the time. Obviously, it's not always of the time. 
um, which is completely normal and okay. But um, what does habits have to do and how can habits help you um, with your well-being? Yeah, um, uh, very, very important. Um, and if you, if you do uh, look at the way you drive, I mean, anyone who drives doesn't think about driving. Now, imagine if you were to write down every step that you take while driving, you know, in sequence from the, uh, from the step that you see the car and on to getting off the car, getting into getting out. You will go crazy because you don't remember a thing about take, uh, taking sequential steps while driving it's become automatic or autopilot or it's become a habit eventually. So, it's, so the idea is to automate the processes the in sequences that you want that is helpful and that is productive in your life to be automatic. And that's where habits come in. The idea is to use your current behavior and change using the current context meaning things that you do, it could be drinking water, for example. If you're not drinking enough water, how do you drink more water? That could be your goal or, or the new habit that you want to inculcate. Now, thinking, saying that, you know, if you're using your willpower or motivation or the need, saying that I need to drink more water, I know it, but then I am not doing it. That's where habits come in, bridging yes. that uh, difference from knowing to doing. Uh, so that's really important and there are specific steps that can be taken to go from I know I need to do this But eventually I am doing this Yes, and I think that's one of the main main things that also um, Other research shows just because and I did this well-being course at Yale University and uh, just working actually on my final assignment for that whilst we're recording and in there as well um, she was saying um, just because you know something doesn't mean it has a, an, a positive effect on you unless you do something about it. Um, so I think super, super important. You have to take action and it's your life, it's your brain, it's your well-being. You're in charge yeah. of it, no one else. And uh, I think once you understand this and once you really want to make a change, you can take um, small steps um, towards it. So I think uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, and uh, Christine, just to add on to what you said, the more information that you have on a particular subject as to why you should do it, you know, the importance of drinking water, the more information that you have and the fact that you're not doing it, it makes you feel guilty, you know. I know so much, yeah. but I can do go into this trip and then, you know, it's a quicksand, you go into this negative loop and like, ah, you flog yourself mentally. So that's where habits can really uh, be your hero, you know. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, having these shoulds in your life uh, can be a lot of pressure. Um, this can be external shoulds, so you should do this, or your internal dialogue, your own self-talk, let's say, where you say, I should do this, and you, you're really, really guilty, or I shouldn't do this, okay? I shouldn't eat this ice cream now because I know, or um, luckily I'm, I'm not a smoker or something, but I know a lot of people that smoke and they know I shouldn't, um, but they... Yeah, I was um, one of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bad habit in this case, no? Uh, and also um, has effect on, on other things, but it's like um, a lot of times the I shouldn't do this doesn't come along as strong as I should do this. So we're good in, I think, ignoring things and doing things that we should not maybe do. Um, but we're not so good at 
um, ignoring we should do this, which is good because it makes us feel guilty and maybe take some steps towards it. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's also important to understand that there are many triggers in our lives or cues or yes. things that you remind you of doing that you what you should be avoiding. Uh, and that's really important to understand as well. I think um, to be able to build a habit, uh, but we talk about this in, uh, in another episode a bit more, but it's also important to know why you're not doing something to be able to then move forwards. Okay, how can I do something? Yeah, also uh, um, we should know that habits are always, always, always stronger than your motivation and willpower. Yes, that is true. Because if something becomes part of your routine and you do it anyway, it's not that you have to convince yourself that you have to do this now. Um, it's just getting into the habit. Okay, it's part of my day. Okay, it's part of what I do. And um, it will start feeling as something normal once it's a habit. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I don't know if there was anything else you wanted to um, let us know in this episode. Well, I think uh, it's really uh, important for us to know there are th that uh, you can easily go from, uh, if you're motivated and if you have the right structure, you can go from, this is what I want to do, to, oh, I'm already doing this, irrespective of, uh, you know, whatever habit that you're looking at. Uh, the idea or the key is to make it simple um, and uh, repetitive and uh, progress, even if you stumble Along the way, it's absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, progress is more important than perfection. I like that. Progress, I'm going to write this down actually. Uh, <laughs> progress is more important than perfection. And that is excellent. I like that. <laughs> Everyone should take this and make this your, your theme of your life maybe. Um, and this is also for startups, no? if you want to start a business, if you want to do something, a lot of times people don't actually take action or don't actually start or on an idea they had because it's not perfect. And they think I, I cannot start because it's not fully, fully developed yet. It's not fully, this is what we call the minimum viable product, the MVP in, in the startup world where you um, launch something and test something that's not perfect but it's giving you progress. So I think you can use this phrase in, in all kind of um, situations in your life and your startup life and your student life as well. Yes, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially in your mental well-being, you know, if you stumble and you know, if you're not there right now, it's okay. You know you're progressing. Um, that's enough and that's really, really uh, important. Thank you so much. Uh, super interesting intro um, to yourself and to the whole topic of habit building and why it's important and already some uh, great tips in there and some motivation. Um, the second episode that um, you, we will uh, do together, we'll look into a bit more into the research um, on habit, form, habit formations and uh, I'm looking very much forward to talking to you about that. So thank you so much for your time today and all your insights so far. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you, Christine. It was a pleasure being part of your show and looking forward to the next one. 
That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.